Hello everyone and welcome back guys to a brand new video and today we're here finally, finally back uh, with Jamie and I's The Unnamed Motorsport Podcast. I am planning actually soon uh, to actually come up with a real name uh, for this series, Jamie. So if any of you guys have got an idea what we can call this absolute disaster of a podcast, uh, let us know down in the comments below. But yeah, it's it's been a while uh, since the British Grand Prix. Uh, Jamie, do you want to explain why it's been a while, my, my good friend? Um, well, so my house has only got internet today for the first time since I've lived here, which has been 25 days. Um, so that's part of the reason. I haven't been home in... Actually, I was home at the start of this week, but we didn't record then. So that's the only way I can record, which is like an hour away. I can't bother driving home for a podcast. That'd be a joke. So I cannot believe yeah. it. Uh, this is the first time I've had internet on my PC in three, three and a half weeks. And the first thing I've done is record a podcast, so you should all be thankful. Exactly, yeah. Make, make sure you make sure you say thank you, Jamie, uh, down in the comments below on this one. But of course, yeah, we, we also couldn't really do a podcast last weekend, not only because Jamie didn't have Wi-Fi, but Jamie wasn't at home. Jamie, where no, were you? I was uh, in a field in Northamptonshire watching some cars drive in circles. So exactly. Did, did those cars, yeah, did those cars have anything to do with what we're talking about today? A little bit. It was a it was a Formula One race that I was at. So there we go. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. No. That's the the podcast has kicked off so much thanks to you guys. We can actually pay for trackside reporting now. <laughs> You'll see us in the paddock next year trying to trying to do what's it random reaction tests with drivers and yeah. talking about grill the grandstand. Grill the grandstand. Yeah. Make, 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 making fun of US Formula One fans and then trying to be all inclusive again and oh. <laughs> And, and wearing our t-shirts that we promised to wear for Grand Prix. Right. <laughs> you cannot silence us. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. The British Grand Prix, though, there, there was quite a few things to talk about in the end. Um, we've, we've missed completely missed the hype train, let's be fair. Uh, we're, we're way past any sort of hype from the Grand Prix. But we had all sorts of things kick off. Spring qualifying, new format. Like we said, we paid for trackside reporting to let us know really what uh, you know, the difference between the fan experience at home versus the fan experience trackside this weekend. Why I let Jamie do it instead of me. We're, we're not really too sure just yet. Um, F1 2021 came out. Because F- <laughs> yes, exactly that. Because obviously I've been very, very busy making you guys Formula 1 content as well, of course. But yeah, first of all then, uh, let's dive in and talk about the new format for the weekend. As obviously you were there, Jamie, you've been to the British Grand Prix before, haven't you? Not for the full weekend, just for qualifying before this. But this is the first time I've gone for the full weekend. Is this genuinely the first time you've been for the whole weekend? Yeah. I thought you'd been once before for the whole weekend. No, never. But we've, we've both been to other Grand Prix, so okay. we, we shan't worry about that too much. Um, what did, did you prefer the new format? Did it work as someone that was at the track? I really liked it. I don't. I wouldn't want to see it like every race. Right. But I think... I think a couple of times a season, like this format we've got, is pretty good. I think if it were every race, it'd get really like the novelty would wear off straight away. But I think keeping it as a rare thing at tracks that you can overtake at, such as Silverstone or Monza or Brazil, which are the other two. Well, Brazil's not happening, but Monza and whatever track it is. Well, Brazil hasn't confirmed it's not happening yet, but it but it's well. not happening. <laughs> yeah, I think it's and for the fans there, it was really entertaining because like it effectively replaced a practice session. And practice yeah. sessions are really boring. So, yeah. like, I really liked it for that. Um, seeing the cars go full pelt in a train was much better than seeing them go half pelt around a track on their own in a practice session. So, yeah. And quality on a Friday night was really cool as well. I don't know what the fan experience at home was like, but... 
it was a really, really good experience having it on I'll, night for some reason. I'll be honest, uh, as someone I've been on, obviously not on work the last couple of weeks as well, having quality on a Friday completely messed up my schedule. Um, I didn't know what day was what anymore, and that threw me off even more. And why on earth was I watching Formula One in the evening? It didn't make sense. <laughs> I'll be honest to me, but yeah, no, I must admit, it's that fine balance, isn't it? Because it's sort of like that weird thing, you know. First time they've ever done it like this. You're sort of you like you wake up Friday morning going, "Ooh, qualifying today," uh, instead of you wake up on a Saturday morning going, "Ooh, qualifying today." Um, but it was a welcome change to the system. I think I think they've done it the right way, haven't they? Unlike what we saw in 2016, where they're like, we're changing qualifying, this is what's going to happen, it's going to work, we don't care, there's clear problems with this, and we're going to do it every weekend, and then they do it twice and realise it doesn't work, and then we go back to normal. They've definitely done the right thing here by testing it at a couple of races. Yeah, I think so. And I don't think it will ever be everywhere, do you get what I mean? Because there's some venues that just... I really don't know. I feel, to be honest, the way I feel it's going to go is, oh, excuse me, we're going to have one weekend where it's an absolute... We're going to have a couple of... It, Monza's going to be banging. Brazil's going to get cancelled, so they're going to do it for loads of races next year, and they're all going to be disasters. And then they're going to go back to normal. And then everyone's going to hate it, like most Formula, fan, most Formula 1 fans do with everything that ever changes. Um, if that comes true, I'll be incredibly impressed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jamie, we both predict everything that happens in the real world on this podcast. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, we, we are taking uh, lottery numbers as well for those guys, those of you that are interested. I'll take 10%, uh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> but in terms of the act, so let's, let's run through the start of the weekend. Then, of course, Friday night, Hamilton, Mercedes, not looking good through practice, were they? There was, there was still a no. lot of skepticism. I was watching with a a vehement Mercedes fan. <laughs> yes, yeah. And he was fuming all through Friday afternoon because Verstappen was about two seconds quicker through all his practice sessions. It was mad, yeah. Um, but come Friday night, Hamilton does what Hamilton does best, and that is get absolutely everything out of a Formula 1 car. Now, obviously, Mercedes was sandbagging as well. We all knew... Yeah, he didn't just put it was two seconds. Yeah, he didn't just suddenly find two seconds. Oh, I can take cops in eighth rather than fourth <laughs> or anything like that. Um, but obviously then, yeah, shockingly, Hamilton got pulled out of nowhere, it felt like to me anyway. Yeah, it was a really good lap as well. It was the first lap in the session because he messed up his second one at Vale. But to yeah. be fair, that, that second one would have been like one of his best laps ever because it was like three tenths off or something at that point. It wasn't that much, was it, I don't think, but he was, yeah, was up a little was, bit more. It was at least a quarter of a second. Um, so that, that would have been crazy if he finished it, but it didn't matter anyway because the Red Bull just seemed to drop off a little bit. I don't know The Verstappen bottled it in the same way Hamilton did. Sorry? Verstappen bottled it in the same way Hamilton did. He threw away time well, late on in the lap. Verstappen, was, he improved his second run, so he didn't bottle did it that badly. But just I thought it was only Bottas that did in the end. No, Verstappen improved. but Oh no, Verstappen was up on Hamilton when he at the end of Sector 2, but Merck was quicker in Sector 3 anyway, so it yeah, was going to be mighty like close. And it was still mighty close, of course, in the end. Yeah, it was less than a tenth. I can't remember exactly what the gap was. But... I think it was like 48 hundredths, I want to say. It really yeah. wasn't much at all. Um, but obviously then we have Perez, uh, sorry, no, Bottas P3 even, let me get up, the, the qualifying order that wasn't the qualifying order, yeah, the, no, yeah, Um, yeah, Leclerc was fourth, Perez fifth, yeah, because he lost his lap, didn't he, or someone did, um, let me, let me get up the order again, see, this is why we do these the next day rather than two (laughs) weeks later, uh, where are the results, I can't find them, I'm pretty sure it was Perez fifth and then the McLarens, 
sixth and, and seventh. Yeah, with Sainz eighth, wasn't it? And then yeah. George Russell ninth. Oh no, and... Russell was eighth, wasn't he? He might have been. And then, Russ, and then Science Vettel was back in the Well, my three. internet's just decided it doesn't want to work. Well, that was the order. I, th I think that was the order. Yeah. Um... It doesn't really matter because you had another you had a race to decide the actual order. So. Exactly, yeah. And that's something else we definitely need to talk about as well. Uh, but yeah, diving though into the race, of course, we had two sort of real... Well, three talking points, didn't we, really? Those, of course, being, first of all, Alonso's rocket ship start. That was incredible. That was like... Watching... That was... F1 in 2006. <laughs> it was like watching F1 in 2006. Um, obviously, a lot of that was helped by the fact he was on much softer rubber than anyone else. Let, let's not forget that. Well, not everyone else. Uh, pretty much everyone in front of him was. Yeah, but Ocon and Raikkonen and someone else had softs as well. And they didn't yeah, but Ocon and Raikkonen can't start Formula 1 cars unless he's <laughs> Portugal in the rain for Kimi and Ocon's never done anything notable on a race star that I can remember. <laughs> no, he hasn't actually. No, exactly, exactly. So you, you, your bar there is pretty low, Jamie, as well, of course. But yeah, obviously, we saw Alonso's rocket ship start. Obviously, most people went with the mediums for the sprint race. Obviously, Alonso opted for the softs. Paid off for him, really, in the end, when you think about it. Yeah, like, massively. He, he finessed that in the end. Uh, then, of course, lap one as well, we saw George Russell do a bit of an oopsie into a Ferrari. I think it was finally then when he realised, oh, shit, I'm in the point. I must do something wrong. <laughs> Uh, I must. Yeah. It was one of those ones, wasn't it? It was just scrappy lap one. He made a little mistake, and unfortunately, where it's lap one, a little mistake can very easily become a big mistake, uh, as we saw. A penalty. I think had he got away with that, it would have been very surprising after all the penalties that were given out in Austria. So Charles Leclerc would have got away with it. Well, yeah, but he drives a Ferrari. So he, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Uh, it was one of those ones for me where I wasn't surprised he got a penalty. But I wouldn't have been too surprised had he not either. But that's just because lap one leniency seems to be such an inconsistent thing in Formula yeah. 1. It makes no sense anymore. Um, and then, of course, the only other really big thing... Oh, well, obviously, Max got the jump on a handle at the start as well. Uh, for some reason, that side of the track seemed to be better a lot of the weekend, actually. Yeah. Watching the Formula 2 as well, uh, for some reason. The non-racing line was better than the racing line, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, and then, of course, we had later on in the Grand Prix, Sergio Perez obviously making that very, very weird Alex Albon, Pierre Gasly style mistake in the Oi. Red Bull, didn't he? Gasly what? came fourth at Silverstone, I'll have you know. Yeah, but only because Seb decided <laughs> he was going to take Max out. That was his strongest weekend. Pierre Gasly would never spin at Cops, um, Chapel like that. Oh, he definitely would. No way. He definitely would. But <laughs> you know what I mean, Albon though. Type spin. <laughs> no, it was both Perez. Don't just lob... Albon in there by himself. Perez was worse in that Red Bull. Pe um, I'm going to take Yes. That. You said yeah. Perez was worse in the Red Bull. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Gasly was worse in that Red Bull even. No. Yeah. Well, let's not get into that. But okay. we're entitled to our opinions. But my opinion Yours is, is wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, for some reason, can't get up the race results from Saturday. Well, I can tell you probably what it was. Uh, yeah, I just was... I would like to know why my internet's just decided it doesn't want to do anything for it. That's strange. But it was Verstappen yeah. one, Hamilton two, Bottas yep. three, Leclerc Bottas four. three. Yep. The uh, McLaren's fifth and sixth. Norris yep. and Ricardo. Alonso was seventh. Uh, Russell originally was eighth, was he or ninth? And then got a, no, it was ninth. Then he got a three place. Ninth. Yeah. Then he got yeah three yeah three place group penalty, wasn't it? Yeah. Ocon was somewhere in there as well, and some other drivers too. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, um, yeah, very, 
Yeah, no, I mean, it worked, didn't it? It was certainly interesting. Yeah. And it was it was much better than watching a practice session. So Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take from that exactly. Uh, so quickly, before we jump into the full race then, just quickly, your thoughts on who should get pole position? Because it seemed like the dumbest <laughs> thing in the world, didn't it? It was very end. stupid. <laughs> Like how... I, I think the, the fastest qualifier should get pole position, definitely. Yeah. But it's... it is funny rattling Hamilton fans. <laughs> well, it just... The thing, it do, I don't think it even rattles Hamilton fans, but it's just like... It was, I was like, with what, was. What, what did they call it in the end, Max Verstappen? He was like the sprint pole champion. No, Verstappen, Verstappen got pole position. Verstappen, sorry, yeah. What did they give Hamilton they, instead? Fastest qualifier was it? it was something. It was like that, the it? the sprint fastest qualifier like, beat the like, chase, whatever one. When it was it ridiculous. Was like king of sprint, the king of fast or something. I don't know. The, the king of fast. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Well, I mean, it was that dumb, wasn't it? The name yeah. for it. It was that dumb. Neither of us can even remember what it was exactly. Um, but yeah, did you think? Ham- so you think Hamilton should have been given pole as well, yeah, then, do you? Obviously. Yeah, yeah. What I mean, there's still talks that they're going to redo it now, aren't they, and stuff like that. I, I did like, there, like the the lap of glory, over it was called. I didn't even watch that. I turned the TV of off by then. Well, I was confused as to what it was, but then it just came past the massive van doing interviews, so it was all right. Yeah, which is great because that throws that's like a proper throwback to. I mean, when I go down to Castle Coombe near me, they still do that now. With like every race, someone goes round on the back of like an LDV van. It's incredible. <laughs> Um, but then, a, a, a dark pan across the screen. <laughs> Sunday arrives. It's the British Grand Prix. Hamilton lags Max Verstappen. It's, really it's 30 degrees. <laughs> the, the bevs are flowing around Silverstone. Lewis Hamilton. He's 34 points behind now, is it? Or 32? It was 34 on race day because Verstappen obviously got the three points for the sprint win. Was it no? Was it thirty three on race day? There was something like that. It was. It was thirty three. Yeah, because yeah. the gap's now eight, isn't it? Or was it? No, it might have been thirty four then, because Hamilton did Hamilton get fastest. No, no Perez, Perez got fastest. Yeah, no. So it was thirty three. It was thirty three <laughs> going into race day. Hamilton knows this is a have to win Grand Prix. Eight That's home race as well. Win, not have to win. It was a must win. It was a have to win. It was either or. It was whatever you wanted to be. It, it had to be a twenty five pointer, at the very least. For Sappen, pretty even on the start from pole position. Runs wide at turn one. Leaves track limits, I hasten to add, but gets away with it. Holds on to the race lead. Hamilton then gets down the outside, down the Wellington straight. Verstappen then pretty much fully behind him. Breaks later into the next corner, into Brooklands. Through the hairpin they go. Verstappen is still in the lead of the Grand Prix after not squeezing Hamilton out, but slamming the door in front of him. I think, I think we can safely yeah. say that. Onto the old start-finish straight. We've seen so many iconic Hamilton scenes here before. Wins the British Grand Prix in 2008. It was the rain pours all around him. The, the greatest race of all time. Uh, it must be known as. Down towards old turn one. Hamilton gets the run. Verstappen goes defensive. But he leaves him, I think it was 3.4 metres for Hamilton's two-metre-wide Mercedes. Hamilton gets to the inside, into the next corner. Into Cops. Now, normally, on lap one, it's a corner you have the lift for anyway. Probably down a gear as well. And then, Jamie, what happens from your interesting opinion? Because I know well, we don't agree on biased, this. So yes. Really <laughs> I mean, I think I agree with what Jolian Palmer said on the F1 channel. Basically, if anyone has... Like, he's a very good analyst. He's also a very good driver. Uh, Thank you. I can... Yeah. Jolian so, the goat. At least on track. I don't know what he, he said. He basically said that it was 
both drivers could have done something to prevent it. Yes. But the aggressor is the one at fault when the steward's giving out a penalty. Yep. But had do, both do, drivers... When you say aggressor, do you mean attacking? I mean attacker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but if both drivers retired, it definitely would have been a racing incident, which yeah. I completely agree with. They wouldn't have given a penalty if both no. were out. No, no. But I can see why Christian Horner turns into Karen from Asda. Like, I can see why they're fuming. It's a bit of a... Maybe a stupid move. I wasn't, I wasn't going to be that harsh, but it was... It was a bit stupid from Hamilton. He knows that that corner is almost impossible to run side by side through, especially on lap one. And he does miss his apex by a solid amount. And like, that Verstappen, he leaves enough room. Verstappen leaves enough room. Verstappen leaves enough room for Hamilton to go to the apex. Although actually, have you seen online someone, I know I've watched them do it a couple of times now, they actually did a digital render of what happened. Now they they overlay it to where Verstappen is in qualifying as well. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm in the same boat as you. Hamilton missed the apex there. Fair enough. You you can't argue against that. And but also, where... Hamilton was never ahead, so it was always Verstappen's. Hamilton was completely alongside him at one point. Yeah, but yeah. that was um, never clear. No, but he's on the inside. If he's completely so alongside on the inside. But no, space. But he has yeah. The corner. But if you actually look, I'll try and find this render at some point for you. Where they make contact, actually. If you look at Verstappen's qualifying ghost at the same place, Verstappen would have hit himself there still. So you mean he cut across the racing line? He cut across where he went in qualifying. Yeah. So, as much as Hamilton hasn't hit the apex, don't get me, I completely agree with that, Verstappen has still turned in slightly earlier than would than say you or I would probably. But well, I can't drive an F one car. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I mean like in racing and stuff, like yeah. when we're league racing and things. I um, think it was a, a really cool comparison between the one at the end. Um spoilers, he overtook Leclerc at the same point later. Yes, yeah. Like you could tell Hamilton was a lot had a lot less to lose with the Ferrari because he was so much more cautious and basically backed out. And then Leclerc made a mistake anyway. So I think because it was Verstappen and because they've been so aggressive to each other on track all season. Um, whichever but car have they been one. so aggressive to each other on track all season or has Max been aggressive with Hamilton Well, yeah, season? but that's what I mean. They've been, there's been aggression between them and Hamilton doesn't want Verstappen thinking that he's a pushover. No, exactly. Because he's, he's had to jump out of the way a couple of times yeah. already. Yeah. And I think this is the thing that makes... is one of the defining things for Hamilton as a seven-time world champion he knows exactly when to bail out in that situation and when not to. Yeah. Like, you, I, I think... you cannot... He, is, he picks and chooses... I think it's one of those things that is criminally underrated with Hamilton as well, is with, I think, like, pretty much everything you say with Hamilton, as long as you excuse, exclude 2011, he <laughs> picks his battles pretty much perfectly. I would argue. I'm trying to disprove you now, but... Yeah, but you can, can you? You genuinely can't think of any. So what do you mean? If he he goes for something that's stupid, basically? He will go for a move like that when he needs to, but not unnecessarily. Like, he won't do it every time, but when he does, it has an impact. Yeah, and I think it was because he's on the inside of that high-speed corner and, like... The physics of the car basically means if there's a crash, the car on the outside will come off worse. 
yeah he's okay risking it if you get what i mean because yeah. like at worst they're both out because there's no way of staff surviving contact there no no and at exactly and carries on and wins which exactly so, <laughs> yeah. exactly it was um, a little bit i think if like say if we if michael schumacher did that in 1997 or whatever like that same move 20 years later or whatever it is now 25 years almost we yeah. we say that's schumacher being unfair because he's basically taken him out what do you mean schumacher going down the inside or down the outside yeah if schumacher was in hamilton's position right okay <clears throat> in 20 years time people might say uh, very difficult to judge though when obviously the old school cars wouldn't take cops flat and things though isn't it obviously yeah but like, it's it, it, i know I what you're Hamilton's trying to say record. but it's difficult to compare i think hamilton's track record means people were going light on him if it was a driver with a different history like someone like magnuson or even verstappen really well look at grosjean he completely yeah. wiped science out there a couple yeah. of years ago and he got no yeah. penalty well yeah because that's a that's because they were both out it should be based on the incident, not the outcome. It should be, but that's another problem. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a whole different topic for another but day. I think as the, well. the penalty was fair at the time I was feeling. Yeah, I can I can admit <laughs> the penalty was probably fair. And like I think I think anything where he'd have to go through the pit lane would have been too harsh. I think a ten second penalty was fair enough in that situation. Yeah. And, and I, it I made me laugh, yeah. Yeah, after the race that he still won. That's the not the problem. That. Yeah, that's yeah. every other team's problem for not building the car fast enough. And Bottas' problem, because he's trash. He's team orders. That's yeah, part of being that. in a top After team. After lap one, he should have Oh, yeah, he should have been comfortable. Bolted up. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you're saying that. Hamilton's two tenths quicker a lap than Valtteri Bottas, I'd say, in race trim anyway. And that's all ten seconds is. Two tenths a lap. But still, getting through traffic. And yeah. Bottas yeah. should be winning that easily really yeah sensibly sensibly um and yeah i think that was the other thing i wanted to mention as well obviously quickly is as much as that was hamilton you can't put much blame on verstappen at most there that's fair enough. i can admit that as someone that's yeah. not a max fan on the other hand he surely has got to understand in that situation he is the one with everything to lose and pretty much nothing to gain yeah but it was still but like, do we an think move from Hamilton. Because Max just assumes people are back out because he's Max Verstappen. He's tried to go with the Senna mentality. <laughs> to a certain degree. To a certain degree. But Max has always tried to... out there, Hamilton's in his head forever. No yeah, but point. Max has tried to do that with everyone else. There's two drivers on the current grid that Max hasn't got into the head of yet. That is Lewis Hamilton. And we've seen that for years. Bahrain 2018 is a great example of that. Yeah. Um, and Charles Leclerc. Mm. And Charles Leclerc almost let him get into his head had he not done a worldly at Silverstone back on him yeah. after Austria. Leclerc gives as good as he can take. So exactly. Very, yeah. yeah. And I think Leclerc knows he has to do that because let's be fair, we both know down the line there are going to be a lot of world oh, yeah. titles fought out between be those two. And we are all ready for it. <laughs> yeah. I think the penalty was justified. I think. Yeah. I can I, I can accept a ten second penalty was fair, but obviously not. <laughs> no, no, they they never really give out drive throughs for things like that, do they anymore? Yeah. It's like what's it? I saw people going. Um, what was it? Penalties are outdated. Ten seconds isn't enough for modern day Formula One. Like the the cars are this so much more theory, spread out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like ten seconds <laughs> ten years ago would be even less than now. Yeah. Uh, although I did see one that made me laugh of, what's it, a clip of Spa, obviously back when, you know, the laps used to count down. 
Oh, where yeah. someone went lap 44 out of 44 <laughs> and look how close the field are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going up a Rouge on that one. That was brilliant, yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, but of course, yeah, Hamilton got the 10-second penalty. We had the red flag. Charles Leclerc got into the lead of the Grand Prix. That had great pace. The first yeah. Charles Leclerc, Ferrari... They were, well, I mean, Fred still likes to believe they had the eighth fastest car that weekend, and Charles Leclerc was god on wheels. Um, But Ferrari were quick again, and it seems to be really inconsistent. Arguably, like, on pace with Mercedes always. Like, the sprint Mm. race especially, I don't know if anyone noticed, but... Leclerc Leclerc wasn't dropping to him. He was in the gap, like, the gap from Bottas to Hamilton was the same as the gap from Bottas to Leclerc. But I think that's very easy for Mercedes just to not try and yeah, push too hard again ferrari have got pace, nothing really to lose this year so much ferrari yeah. are finishing p4 this year either way aren't they that's just like I unless they, 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 they probably believe they can come third still they, but they've given up developing the car didn't they by paul ricard i think but they'll still try they, they might still there. believe third is possible but i think they realistically know fourth is the worst they're going to finish this year oh yeah the gap between the top four and the rest is getting bigger each race which is a yeah as a Gasly fan but you know yeah what? it's fine <laughs> just remember the yeah. gap between the top four might be getting bigger each race but the gap between ricardo and the other top seven is getting bigger yeah. and bigger each weekend normally actually i say that he didn't do too badly he did very well he got exactly fifth place. <laughs> fifth place in the end fair play uh to mr danny rick um but then of course yeah we get the red flag charles leclerc leads 50 of 52 laps of the race mm. to be honest I'm trying to think back, obviously, with the exception of that one, there wasn't a huge amount that went on, unless I'm forgetting something. Um, try to obviously, you I, had, I, like, I've your occasional battle here and there, yeah. But I think where that lap one was so dramatic, there wasn't actually yeah. a huge amount that really well, went top, on over the rest of the Grand Prix. Yeah, the top six, basically, said it's the top six. It was... What Leclerc, Hamilton, Bottas, or oh, no, Norris was ahead of Bottas first in, and then Norris had a slow pit stop. Yeah. So Bottas jumped him up to third. The same as Austria, pretty much. Yeah. And then, uh, Science and Ricardo were very, very close all race. But yeah, they had a good battle later on, didn't they? Um, they didn't actually ever swap places, but no. Science was just trailing him the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Just goes to um, show McLaren got just got a slightly better castle at the moment, despite how yeah. pretty OP DRS is That they was probably wasn't picked up on tv but yeah there the wasn't race, it was nothing like seven, seven this is was like no to tell yeah this is another podcast i want to do down the line actually with you talking about how bad the race directing has been recently and how if they're trying to make f1 really close next year just how many battles we might miss is gonna be horrendous improved since like 2018 at least would you yeah i I'd say we've had some stinkers this year the only one I can think of straight away is the Monaco. Monaco is obviously like the golden meat. Little Gasly one. But yeah. there's been a lot of ones this year where we've watched a gap that's eight tenths apart and we've got like the little TV preview of two cars going side by side. Poor yeah, Ricard right. had a load that's of those. better than it used to be. It's not great. No, they should swap the camera. There will definitely be an option in there to swap those two cameras around. Yeah, but they can't just cut it. They need to transition and stuff. By then the battle's over. No, cut it. It's live. <laughs> That's so I'd... unpolished. They will never do that. <laughs> yeah, but I'd much rather we just get a swap over like that. Genuinely. Just test your eyes. I can see the box is fine. It's fine, but why focus on a battle that's eight tenths apart when you could easily watch d- two cars it's, it's actually fair. battling? It's much better to miss a battle for eighth than to watch a battle for eighth and potentially miss a battle for lead or battle for second. Yeah, but there isn't. 
But there could be. That's the thing. That's yeah, what but I there isn't at that time. <laughs> and you got replays. Why risk not watching a battle when there is the small <laughs> chance another battle might happen? I think when I was at F1 Esports, I've worked with the actual race director who does it. Yeah. And I know it's a I've, harder job than it looks. <laughs> I've done it for dirt, remember? Yeah, Which I know. is even worse because you're trying to find rally cars in the middle of a forest. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a much harder job. I know it is a lot harder than it looks. <laughs> I completely understand. Obviously, remember, I've done league racing commentary before and things like that. Yeah. We need to get back into that this year, I reckon. On a completely unrelated note, that would be a right math. No, not why. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I mean, before we completely go off the rails, anything else really to discuss from the race, to be honest? Uh, Perry I mean, was awful, always. Well, he, was, he, he got himself back into the points, didn't he? He got stuck in a DRS yeah. train and then the team pit him. Or was he, he 11th? So he still? started on hard, so he was in the train for 7th to like 12th. Yeah. And then he pit onto mediums with like. 35 laps to go yeah for some reason right yeah so and then he did like a three stop at the end he, he pit from 10th to get fastest lap <laughs> so he lost himself a point to stop Hamilton gaining one yeah so, yeah other than that Gasly which got a shows a Red Bull are the most one-sided team in the world um yeah. but yeah they were they were but actively Hamilton's throwing still... away constructors points to gain max points Hamilton came out what fourth yes um, yeah and then he, his pace in, on the hards was incredible. Like, oh, he was always going to put those laps in though, wasn't he? But yeah, it, it was it was like was the epitome of hammer time. Yeah, yeah, I completely forgot to mention that, didn't we? Uh, yeah. uh, we have a Formula One Grand Prix that comes down to the final three laps, and like I've completely forgot about yeah. it. Yeah, no, Hamilton that second stint was just an absolute. I mean, it was it was just pure the uncut cocaine of hammer time, wasn't it? Really, is what that yeah. was. But it was on a stalling Ferrari, to be fair. <laughs> I think was he still stalling later on? No, he wasn't. He wasn't no, but I was like, going to say, had, because... Had Verstappen survived lap one, that would have been a very easy win, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's why Hamilton had to go for it then. Otherwise, he knew he was just losing more and more points. That was the one chance he was going to get all day, so he had to take it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Red Bull just still seem to have that edge at the moment, don't they? Uh, but yeah, Charles Leclerc, though, yeah. had a mega drive. Like, oh, yeah. personally for me, driver of the day. Like, no doubt. Easily. Driver today, yeah. Like he, he got everything out of that Ferrari. Is Carlos Sainz battles uh, Daniel Ricciardo. To be fair to Sainz, he, he had a good recovery weekend. Yeah, yeah. In the start he did pretty sprint, well. He was like nineteenth yeah. after that one. Yeah, so he, he, he made more well. progress in the sprint than Perez did. And he did quite well to end up like effectively sixth after yeah. like sixty laps of Silverstone. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a good job done by him. Uh, did you read as well? Sorry, quickly before we before we look at Hungary. Uh, Red Bull, do you know why they retired Perez's car? Wasn't it something to do with the cost cap? Yeah, they get 100 yeah. grand more for retiring that car in the cost cap, which is mad. 100 grand makes no difference. Yeah, but it's still... Yeah, but that's the funny thing, isn't it? Like, it makes no difference in the Formula 1 world, but £100,000 is a lot of money to bring a they car in like a, to eight miles early. Like, make a well, like GTA at Italy. Will be like twenty laps or something. Last lap, yeah. Each Just lap, every the guy lap gets retires. <laughs> that'd be that'd be complete eggery. That would just be egg. Oh, Nikita Mazepin did a, a cracking move on Mick Schumacher that I saw actually. I yeah, he did, didn't that. he? Yeah, I watched that on the Twitter. I think it was yeah, class, and everyone cheered him, and no one was booing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing because there's more reports coming out now, isn't there? That Mazepin's had a heavier chassis all year than Schumacher, isn't there? I haven't seen that, but that yeah, no. surprised me. Yeah, apparently I think they said in Austria that obviously now he's got like the same chassis as Mick, and obviously he's been matching him since then, or doing better. Yeah. 
So, so there, there's questions to be raised there, perhaps. Hate train well, hate I mean, I don't think it constitutes <laughs> what he's done, to be fair. Um, but he's a decent... He's, do I want to say he's a decent driver? No, I just think they're both trash. Drivers. They're both not great. I think it'll be... Yeah. An, I want to see Haas give them a, like a midfield car next year to at least sort of see what they're capable of. Yeah. Um... But, of course, yeah, Hamilton obviously got the jump on Charles Leclerc late on, obviously, with Leclerc's small mistake uh, through uh, the old, uh, through Cops. I don't think he would have defended anyway, would he, too much. No, I think he knew Hamilton was going to have yeah. him uh, right at the end there. But, yeah, looking to Hungary, though, Jamie. Predictions yeah. for the top three. I think Verstappen's going to win. Yep. <laughs> Surprisingly. Um I go. Can I just say I predicted a Verstappen DNF at Silver when I got that right? Did you actually? That's... Yeah. Remember, I accidentally predicted it for Austria beforehand, and then predicted <laughs> yeah. it again, and you told me off. <laughs> yeah. Well, fair play. You are yeah. really the oracle when it comes to these things. I really so... am. Yeah. Yeah, I think because you got George right as well, didn't you? That he was going to finish yeah, inside the top ten in the that, sprint. That was the most obvious thing in the oh, world. Oh yeah. Yeah, but no one. We didn't think he'd make Q three though, did we? Because you said that like no, pre-Silver. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, Jamie obviously Still predicted no that George would finish top 10 in the sprint race and then finish outside the top 10 in the real race, um, yeah. which was painful, but true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you're saying Verstappen for the win? Uh, Hamilton P2, and yeah. let's throw Leclerc in again. Why not? You're throwing Leclerc in P3. Fair enough. Yeah. I am going to go... It. Yeah, I'm going to go Verstappen, Hamilton, Norris. Yeah. I, I think Verstappen... I think Verstappen is just going to have absolutely no messing this weekend. And Rebel have got a quicker car. have a bit of a bad race again. Yeah. Like I mean, it's a Hamilton race. track. It is a Hamilton track, but like in Monaco, they were not really anywhere. Yeah, but that was more street tracks though, wasn't it? More than anything else. Mm. Yeah, very, very really weird. Cold. Very, very weird from Mercedes. So well, you better not, because otherwise Charles Lowe's getting nowhere near that podium. Oh, yeah. Ferrari seems to only Ferrari are like, I reckon they're contributing to like fifteen percent to global warming now. Just now their carbon <laughs> films well in the heat. Um But yeah, I think Hungary is I feel like Hungary is gonna be we're gonna have so much hype from this crash between Hamilton and Max, and then Max is just gonna have like court of a second, get pole, lead into turn like one. Hamilton's just not really gonna do anything about it because he's not gonna have a car capable of it. And just sort of get on with his own race and get to the summer break. Mercedes is going to bring loads of upgrades second half of the year. Bang on Red Bull. Win a title. No, Hamilton. Hamilton all the way, baby. I don't remember what I said at the start of the season, but yeah, I, I think, think my constructors' order is like almost perfect. I think we're both not far out. Yeah, well, we'll have to we'll do a mini recap at some point over the summer break um, as well there. But yeah, an in- an up and down British Grand Prix. Like we said, obviously we kind of missed the hype uh, with this one. <laughs> We're not going to be able to do one next week, are we, either? Because you're away again. No, I'm, I'm here at the weekend. Yeah, but you're, yeah. we might be able to do one Sunday, then, with a bit of luck. Sunday night. Yeah. Sunday night. Monday as well. That'd be fine. Oh, yeah, but you're here on Monday. We can do one Monday yeah. morning, then, as normal. <laughs> we'll, we'll go back to our normal routine. Hopefully. Hopefully we're getting there uh, with uh, these podcasts. The or something. Probably. Um, anything else to add, though, before, before we round off? Silverstone was good. I recommend going if you're a... Yeah, person. that's a good point. Yeah, no, you did have a good time, yeah? Yeah, it was ready. We arrived on Wednesday night. Uh, drove a supercar on Thursday. Well, you then... didn't drive a supercar. You got taken <laughs> around in an Alpine. Is what happened. Yeah, it was good fun. You'll see a video on my channel fairly soon about. Are you that. actually? Yeah, they, oh, they cool. recorded it for me, and I got good, good. emailed the footage. So, nice. I'll watch yeah, that. That's probably going to go on mute. Um, 
yeah, it was good fun. I I recommend going. It's very expensive to go to Silverstone. Yeah. Compared to other races, but like it's obviously the easiest one to go to for any British people. Announced so... the Scottish Grand Prix at Knock Hill, I reckon. <laughs> or the Welsh Grand Prix. Yeah. Cardiff Street Circuit. Oh, yeah, that sounds sick. <laughs> Do one in Bristol, I reckon. Oh, just finish on your front lawn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It'd be great. Uh, yeah, I recommend going. It was expensive, but I think if you're rich, it was worth it. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> you're such a Tory. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have said that, but you know what, we move. <laughs> oh, dearie me. But Jamie, this is meant to be a podcast for the people. <laughs> it's shocking, shocking behaviour. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for watching nonetheless. Like we said, uh, it's we, we really haven't got on the hype train this week, but fingers crossed second half of the year. Uh, we're going to be trying to do a few more things with this podcast as well. We've got a few more ideas, you know. We're still sort of very much in a testing phase, but I've, I've enjoyed the first half of the season so far doing this. I, I hope you have as well, Jamie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's been good fun. Um, but yeah, let us know your thoughts and feelings from the British Grand Prix down below. Um, let us know your predictions as well for the Hungarian Grand Prix. Of course, I'll be putting out a poll next week as well, obviously, for you guys about that over on the community tab. But thank you all so much for watching. And yeah, we'll be back next week uh, with, with a Hungarian Grand Prix review with a bit of luck.